Hello and welcome to Arrow Chapter and Verse Season 5, Episode 18, Justice League Unlimited, uh, Episodes 11, 12, and 13, which I believe are um, Ancient History, Alive, and Destroyer. Yes, that is correct, sir. Yes, and uh, we are reviewing these, and when I say we, of course, I mean myself, Seth Alcorn, and my co-host, Patrick Murphy Donahai. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> Three uh, episodes. One, two, three. Three episodes. And as we said, uh, this is the end of Justice League Unlimited. There is no more Justice League Unlimited after these 39 episodes. And really, if you want to look at it, we've talked about this before. Season three was a bonus. They didn't know they were going to get season three. So they had to yeah. develop like an entirely new story arc for season three. Um, and it's in it's interesting to see how it comes together because, well, we'll talk about that more. When we get to alive. I think. Yes, I uh, don't want to don't want to get ahead of myself. Um, and then after this, uh, we are going to Harley Quinn. We decided that as much ultra violence as there is in it, it's a lighter show somehow than Young Justice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. So, yeah. Um, but let let us then uh, get on to Front Street. And Patrick, I think it might be your turn. Oh, wow. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So starting with. Uh, um, ancient history. Uh, I other than the very problematic issue at its base, um, uh, <laughs> I Egyptian do... pharaohs were white. <laughs> yes, and white we aliens. saw them as gods. And we saw them as gods. Um, don't forget. Uh, Shaira's very Egyptian look of red hair and green eyes. Exactly. Tighty tighty, I am Egyptian. What I'm only, only expecting is pale, pale skin. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, other than that, I do love that story. I, 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 uh, so I have to give it an A minus. Okay. Just because of that. You know, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that business. Yes. Um, and then uh, what was episode twelve? That episode was twelve was alive. Alive. Oh, which I'm still alive. Yeah. Solid, solid yeah. episode. A solid A. Um. Uh. And then episode 13, um, Destroyer. I didn't love. Not oh, a big that's interesting. I'm not a big Dark Side fan. Um, oh, that's interesting. All right. All right. So uh, I. Uh, B plus. Uh, B plus. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we'll get into when we get into it. I'll 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 go through what you know more of my feelings. But yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with. A minus A B plus. That's now okay because I am actually. I think I'm I'm going to do the opposite. I think I am. Mm. Um, 
ancient history is fine. Uh, wraps up that storyline. I'm glad they put it in there because they, you know, they opened it with that one episode, which I forget the name of earlier, and then they didn't really touch it again until they came back to ancient history. Right. Um. So there's that. Um. And then Alive, I really like Alive. Uh, it is a villain-centric episode, which is something that we we don't often see. We had hints of it back, actually, in the first episode um, on Black, our favorite island. Yes. Black Hawk Island. Black Hawk Island. Yes. Um, favorite favorite vacation spot. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's a, a lot of people like it. Now, unfortunately, a lot of people like it in a in a kind of a gross way if you go to the internet, but uh, yeah. yeah. Um, they fetishize Black Hawk Island. Yeah, they fetishize Black Hawk Island. It's, it's, and you can't do that. Like, the Black Hawks were people. Yes. Yes. Um, it's more about... <laughs> you can't just be about Black Hawk. Yes. You have to be about the whole... The whole, the whole island. The whole island. The island as a whole. <laughs> God. Okay. Yes. But that we see we see a lot of Lex and occasionally we see bits and pieces of Lex uh here and there. Um like that uh, uh especially the great brain robbery is a little more villain centric than most of them. But this is all villains. The heroes are yeah. not in this one at all. They're not in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I give it an A. I uh, I quite liked it. Um, and actually, I like Destroyer, uh, like, you know, the very end of that episode is perhaps the best way they could have ended uh, the series. Agreed. Um, and especially we'll talk about it when we get there. But the last the last shot we get and we'll you know, we'll talk about um, again more when we get to Destroyer. But I, I have to give Destroyer an A. So I'm coming in at uh, B plus AA. OK. Uh, because again, bonus bonus season, uh, a, a kind of a fun season, a big callback to all of the Super Friends stuff, and um, yeah, just uh, just generally good. Mm -hmm. I liked it. Okay. Oh me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so ancient history. Now I have to confess, I watched this last week, <laughs> <laughs> so the details are not as fresh in my mind as they could be. Okay. Well, uh, we start. Yes. Uh, you know, over the city and um. Oh, what was his name? The Phantom guy. Uh, of uh, uh, gentleman ghost. Gentleman ghost is yes, that's right. Is uh, trying to get away from GL. And um, GL stops him with the aid from. Carter Hall, yeah, who who, who ensnares him in a uh, inth metal net in the combo, like a one-two punch of Green Lantern's ring and the net. You know, they're able to 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 yeah. capture the spirit, and um, <laughs> Carter's parroting. I don't know why I went. Yeah, Irish right there. I, I, hey, hey, Carter, there's Carter Hall. As Carter's leaving, he, yeah. of course, you know, give a shout out to, to Shaira for me. You, you know, bud, huh? Huh, buddy? You, you're still dating somebody else, right? So uh, <laughs> she's she's single, huh? She's okay. still and totes avails, right? Yes. Yeah. As the kids uh, might say. 
but um and of course gl's not happy about it no. but um he gets um uh, from there he goes back to uh the uh we cut to yeah. well we have the opening and then we're in mm, metropolis maybe i don't know wherever oh, the at the headquarters uh the, are. At the embassy yeah yeah oh well they're no they're in the they're in, we're in the weight room okay with, yeah uh, that's right with hot girl and uh vixen vixen who are who are frenemies yes and vixen is wondering why she has hot girl hasn't made her move yet on um gl and she's like well now you're gonna have opportunity i'm gonna be away for a couple days on this photo shoot in Milan. <laughs> and Harko's like, I'm not going to do that. If I were going to make a move, I'd, I don't know, poison your water or something along those lines. Yeah. Kill you in your sleep. Yeah. Stab you in your sleep. Poison your water. Oh, God, I miss Thanagar. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, GL comes in. Yeah. And he's like, I need to talk to Shaira. And uh, Miri's like, okay, see you later. And then as she's parting, uh, hot girl throws her her water bottle. Yeah. And she <laughs> and she's like, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> Why you did you did you poison my water? <laughs> but um, this is where we find out, you know. He tells Hawk Girl that Carter is still obsessed with, you know, yeah, obsessed with her. He's fanboying, and she's like, Why are you worried about it? I can take care of myself. Why don't you take care of your lady? And he's like, I will. <laughs> and I'm out. And I'm out. GL out. He drops his ring, and then he's like, No, wait, I need that. No, I need that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But you get the idea. You yeah, know what yeah. I, you know yeah. what I was going for. Yeah. Um, so then we're we're at GL's apartment, which apparently uh Mary uh, has her clothes there. Yeah. A lot of she's yeah, got because she's packing to go yeah. on this photo shoot and she's got several suitcases. Yeah, uh many suitcases and while she's saying goodbye and i believe there's also as she gives him like a gentle warning to be good or something like that yeah uh you know there's a bunch of her telling both gl and hawk girls like don't do anything don't do anything yeah of course of course i'm like for the love of god just be polyamorous <laughs> just, just just be polyamorous that's it that's it <laughs> that's that's all you got to do, uh, but of course they're not going to show that in a in a Y Y sevens cartoon from the early two thousands. I mean, most of the time they don't show that now. So, uh, anywho, any hoozles. Uh, at this point, Shadow Thief attacks. We all remember Shadow Thief. He's been lurking. They showed him lurking around. Uh, and there's uh there's a scrap and GL and Vixen lose. Mm -hmm. Um. Now, during all during this scrap, he's basically telling Miri to stay out of it. Yeah, it's like uh, you, you stay out of it, and she won't. Yeah, she won't, of course. Yeah, but um, they lose. He takes 
uh GL. Yeah. Um Shadow Thief. Yeah. Um well actually he ends up taking both of them, but that's we'll see that later. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then what do we go on to? Um let's see. He snatches up GL. She uh Miri calls Shaira. Yeah. Says, took John. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And so. Oh, he yeah, he doesn't take Miri. They go. They go after. Right. Him. Yeah. They track him to the uh, museum. Museum. And. Oh no! I, they go. They go to the museum. Yeah. To get Carter. Yeah. Because they're like, it, you're involved in this because this is all this weird shadow thief stuff. Right. And then um, when they get there, the door is open, but the closed sign is up. Yeah. And they're like, "Uh oh, something's fishy. And then they get in and they see uh, GL strapped to the ceiling. Yeah. With <laughs> cables. Yeah. I'm Doesn't look say- like rope. I'm gonna say cables. Yeah, I, I thought they were like the shadow thief's shadow arms, but I don't think they are. I yeah. don't think they are. I think this they're cable. Um, and Mary starts goes to get John loose. Shaira starts fighting with the uh, shadow thief, but she can't take him. Yeah, uh, and he ends up knocking Miri into the bones of a dinosaur and it falls on her and knocks her out. So she's out of commission. She's out of commission. And then he like gets uh Shaira in some like wrist cuffs or something mm-hmm. like that. And well, he uh, knocks her out first yeah. and then Carter shows up or Hawkman shows up. Yeah. And he, the, he and Shadow Thief are tussling. Yep. Shaira comes back to action and the three of them are tussling, but he Shadow Thief bests both of them. Yes. And so now he's gotten everything he everybody he wanted. He's got GL The Hawks. The Hawk and the Hawks. And bonus Vixen. And if you're into bondage, <laughs> this is the episode for you. Yes. <laughs> because uh, if you're really into DC bondage, just go read a bunch of old Wonder Woman comics. <laughs> True. Yeah. But uh, he's got all three of them uh, basically hogtied in irons. Yeah. Um, and our old friend, the uh, Absorbicron. Absorbicron. Yeah. Is dead center. And so he lashes all three of their arms and is he forces them to touch it. And we get the lovely backstory. And now we're back in ancient Egypt. So, um, you know, Shaira and uh, Carter are ruling Egypt. Uh, Carter likes war. He's like, I got to go bring advanced technology to everybody if I got to kill him to do it. And it's like, have you ever heard of trade? Mm-hmm. Like, have you, have you tried trading with people, Carter? We're just uh, teaching. Yeah. Just, just teach them. Just teach them. And Shara's like, I want a baby. And Carter's like, I can't, baby. I got a war. War's my baby. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm raising war up to be a child, to be a man. Uh, War's the baby. Yeah. And she's like, all right. And then she's super good friends with their best general, who's Jon Stewart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's really good at stuff like chariot racing and horse riding and being in general. And being shirtless. And being shirtless. He's very shirtless. Uh, and then, like, they ride some some really fast horses to a very, what looks like a small oasis. And then uh, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm into you. She's like, yeah, I'm way into you, too. And, but I'm also into my husband. But I'm also into my husband. So, again, polyamory. Mm-hmm. Polyamory, folks. Uh, would have solved a lot of problems. Um that we just need to get another guy for Vixen, right? <laughs> like Shara could date John and Carter, and Vixen could date John and somebody else. Um, who should she date? Who should she? Date? I was sitting here trying to think. Who have I? Who have we seen her have? Like, I don't think she's been flirtatious with anyone else. Um, I mean. Not Batman, because he's got issues and he's got that thing with Wonder Woman. And I just thought yeah. of pairing the two of them together because she's got sort of a cat-like thing going. And we know Batman likes that. He's into cats. He's into cats. Um, can't date soups. Wouldn't I don't think she and the Flash would get along that well. Um, GL's already dating Black Canary. Uh, or GA is already yeah. dating Black Canary. Um I don't know. I'm I'm back at Flash. You're back at Flash? You think Flash? I think Flash. I think she'd find him fun. Okay. All right. So there we go. And then just the polycule expands until <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's it, it's at that point. I don't know. Like it, it, we'll we'll just have everybody dating everybody as uh preferences go. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just we'll just do that. Um but anyway. Uh, much like in House of the Dragon, where <laughs> Princess Rhaenyra takes Sir Kristen Cole in her room and he's like, no. And she's like, I'm going to remove your vambrace. And he's like. Mm, no, no, that might not be the best idea. And then she's like, I'm going to remove your cauldron. <laughs> And uh, and there and there they go. And she and GL. Um... Oh, and by the way, this reminds me. This episode, uh, and I'm surprised I didn't put one on it. But today, I would think you might might have even a like you know suicide warning. Oh yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. There was if that if that was what happened. I was under the impression that there was a move. Oh, that's right. No, because Carter. Yeah. Carter takes his own life. Carter yeah. takes his own life. So uh we also we also get that um uh, what we haven't said yet is that Shadow Thief was the prime minister and like Carter's right hand guy. And maybe I'm projecting because of Pro Talic and what's his name, mm-hmm. but I believe there's also perhaps here the implication that Shadow Thief's prime minister character or whatever was a little into Carter. Oh yeah. I got that, too. That's what happens if you have a Hawkman and he's got a kind of slender, weasley right hand. That dude is into him. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, (laughs) much like Otto Hightower, when he came when he came to (laughs) King Viserys with the the rumor that uh, 
<laughs> Rhaenyra and Damon had done the dirty. Yes. Uh, this guy, spoilers, this guy comes up to Carter and he's like, hey, your lady and your general are, are banging. And Carter's like, that's ridiculous. Who started this rumor? I'm going to go fight. Oh, they are doing it. Yeah. Oh, I wish they were dead. And much in the sense that uh, Henry II's careless words, will no one rid me of this turbulent priest, directly caused, caused the death of Thomas Becket when four of his knights decided, oh, that's what he wants, and rode up to Canterbury and killed him. Um, then Weasley Prime Minister guy, uh, I think, stabs uh, John and Shaira in their sleep because they were dumb enough to bang in her bedroom. He poisons their wine. He poisons their wine for the good of the land. Yeah. And that's when... a tenacious D reference. Everybody remember them? <laughs> remember remember when you couldn't stop singing their songs around 2000? Yeah. I okay. remember the pick of Destiny. Yeah. Which was their movie. It was their movie. Tenacious D time. Okay. Um, but so Carter discovers their bodies sees that the wine was poisoned and uh Viserys or no he was hit not that no but his name I think starts with a V. A V. Vishar. You know what? I this is dumb because I, I have the ancient history thing open so we know who's voicing who. Okay. Uh um do 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 uh James James Remar and they don't have his name, but apparently he's voicing Hawkman, Carter Hall, Katar Hall, and Shadow Thief, which oh, okay. kind of makes sense as we find out later. Yeah. Uh, uh, but anyway, whatever the, the... Hector Elizondo is Hathset. Yes, Hathset is the name of like the Prime Minister. Yes, Hathset. That's yeah, yeah. Um, Hathset. Once Carter Hall goes uh, poison, and yeah. he's like, "Just as you wished, my liege." Yeah. He's like, I I didn't. And so um, once he leaves, he then decides to drink the poison himself. Yeah. And kills himself holding Shair's hand. And then they all come back from the fever dream. <laughs> yeah. The uh, virtual reality that is the... Uh, the Absorbicron. The Absorbicron. <laughs> um, and there's like, ah, well, that happened. Um, and basically, Shadow Thief is like, all right, now you know the full story. You know uh, what's what. You can get over this. You can, you know. And... I think it's Shire Shai goes, well, you were the high priest. <laughs> and Shadow Thief is like, not so fast. Yeah. <laughs> You're not as smart as you think you are. Yeah. And then he's, there's this weird thing where he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Explain, <laughs> explain this one. Cause I, you know, no, this is the, it, this is where it loses it a little bit for me because Shadow Thief is like, I'm you, Hawkman Carter Hall. When you touch the Absorbicron, it released power and that gave me your twisted, your, the worst parts of yourself, life and agency and stuff. And I'm like, well, but Hatset was actually a dude. 
Yeah. Right? He was actually a dude. He was not like this Pharaoh Carter Hall's secret alter ego. Right. And Shadow Thief in that first episode, I thought was a... But I guess that was not... I guess they're saying the very first time he touched it, when yeah. we, which we didn't see. No. Would have, but, would have created Shadow Thief? Thief? Somehow. Somehow. Um, and then, as I recall, Carter basically just reabsorbs him. Yeah, he like grabs him and shoves him into himself. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, After he touched it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then once we see that, he's like choking himself. And they're like, oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, so that get that does away with the shadow thief. Mm-hmm. Um, GL's got a broke arm, <laughs> and um, Carter Hall takes off. Um, because he's like, okay, well, we never were meant for each other. I get it now. You. And it's weird because they it looks like they did have a solid relationship until Carter Katar was like war. But the way I took it, yeah, is that it was one of those things that out of the situation, because they were the only two Thanagarians on Earth, they just took to each other out of duty. Like she wanted to provide him children. He wanted to, you know, get with her yeah. <laughs> because, you know, uh, to, I guess, also keep a lineage. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, the, the impression I got is that what happened was Katar was taking her for granted and, GL slash the general showed up and was like, oh, no, I see you. For, oh, Bashari was his name as a general. I, I see you for who you are, and I actually love you, the whole person, much like we were talking about earlier right? with Blackhawk Island. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um. So, I mean, there's that. I think it's I, I, I think it's a little I think it's a little sad boy of. uh Carter Cater. to be like yeah. Cater to be like, oh, we're not meant for each other. Boo, boo, boo. Yeah. Um, but uh it's it, it certainly I don't want to say like he does not go as far as like like shit like incel behavior or stuff like that. He just goes, Oh no, oh, I had my chance and I fucked it up back in our previous life. Yeah. And I can't make it better now. Whoa. Um and I'm like, I mean, okay. Well, I also I, I don't know, I still think there's something too about seeing or seeing someone with their true love making you realize that oh well maybe what we have isn't as strong so that's the person you're actually supposed to be with yeah and then becoming mature enough to Dude. grow and say i love you enough to l- to, to yeah. want you to be happy. Yes. Yeah. And then and yeah. then leave. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean, sure, that's uh th- there is that. 
there, there's deep thoughts there. here deep on thoughts, deep thoughts here <laughs> on, on the arrow chapter, chapter. verse uh and then um of course we have the end where uh gl and uh hawk girl have a little talk and gl's like i'm pretty much i'm gonna stick with mari and she's like oh, well, well well he also is like look yeah. there's something i've the reason i've been acting weird yeah is ever since Batman and I came back from the future, I've had this information that I've been wondering if uh, whether to share with you or not. And the fact is, we have a kid in the future, yeah, named Warhawk. Warhawk, yeah. yeah. And he's like, but just because that's what our destiny is supposed to be, he's like, I'm not going to let that control me. What happens happens. I'm staying with Mari. Yeah, and he 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 walks off and i mean it's an it's an interesting choice because we all know he still has feelings for hawk girl yeah and it's like I, I don't know man that was like maybe the one good thing that you saw in that future although now that they've trapped chronos in that unending time loop um all of the bad thing because you remember in the future they were like we lost the watchtower we lost a lot of good people that day yeah um, i i am assuming that was because of chronos and his jokers so um, we might they, that might not happen. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And again, anytime you're dealing with the future, it's only one possible future. Yeah. You know, you know. Um, but yeah. Oh, and then she the very end, she goes to Batman and she's like, tell me about my son. Yeah. And then yep. that's the end of the episode. Yep. And, and that's it. And then we come to. Alive. Alive. I want to be. Have I got a little story for you? What you thought was your daddy? <laughs> okay. Ooh, uh, uh, Pearl Jam. Anyway. Um, so Alive starts in the Hall of Doom. Yes. Where big energy is coming out of a room. Yeah. Uh, BLE, Big Lex Energy. Big Lex Energy. And, uh, you know, I just want to stop for a minute. I want to, because I want to get this out of my system. Uh, So, you know, he he has a Southern cousin. Tex, Tex Luther. Uh, And he's, he's, he's descended from royalty. Rex Luther. And, uh, He's got another cousin who's a bodybuilder. Flex Luther. Uh of of course, uh the player in the family is Sex Luther. Hmm. Um what about his uh his south of the border cousin? Max Luther? <laughs> yes. Um okay, let's see uh who who else um oh the, you know his um his he's you know the, the the good the good sheep of the family the architect um erects luther erects luther yes. <laughs> uh i don't i don't want to be you know i don't want to tell stories out of school but uh i heard uh, erects luther built something on black hawk island <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's there's... right you could say we're writing that joke yes oh, oh. No. <laughs> uh, um oh god i think i thought of somebody else but i can't 
Oh, there's uh, the there's the um oh the yes. other cousin that's working out with Flex Luther to to build up his chest. Convex Pex, Pex Luther. Pex Luther. Yeah. <laughs> I was going with Convex Pex. Luther. Uh did you uh did you hear about their female English cousin? Who? Uh Bex Luther. Bex Luther. <laughs> oh. oh boy. I I I knew that they had an English cousin that actually left the EU. Rex Luther. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, you know what? I would, I would love to see someone like do that to Luther himself. They'll never put it in anything, though. No, he like, would go straight to the cutting room floor. But somebody who's like Luther's got somebody captured. They're like, "Hey, how's your?" And just, just a bunch of until Luther's like, "Shut up, shut up." <laughs> uh, but anyway, back to the show. Um. Uh, so, so uh, Tala, big Lex yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Tala walks past uh, a bunch of really concerned slash kind of scared uh, members of the Legion of Doom and Gold walks face Goldface uh, and I um, think Blockbusters there and um the green ghost face thing. Oh, Atomic Skull, Atomic Skull, yeah. And then Cheetah. Yeah. Are there. Are there. They're they're there. And but Tala Tala walks in and is yeah. like, Lix, what are you doing, baby? <laughs> you need to stop this nonsense. And he's like, No, I've almost got it. And then the machine explodes. Yes. Um, and then he seems to still have some of that super super strength because he he just like crushes a bunch of equipment panels. Yeah. And uh he's but he's trying to unlock the that, basically the, the, the chunk piece, the chunk of brainiac brainiac yeah uh to no avail and then tala's like listen licks what yeah. you need is magic and i can do this for you and he's like i don't need magic she's like dude you're trying to do transfiguration and that's like my thing yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, do your thing. So she does her thing. Yeah. Uh, but she's like, I'm not getting it. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I found something. No, it's no, it's fine. You don't need to worry. I, I do like that bit where they essentially it's like anything you can do. I can do better with violence. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah. she sees that there are. Pieces of Brainiac scattered in space saying yeah um because of the like brainiac asteroid that blew up the brasteroid the brasteroid <laughs> um and so lex is now all about getting uh getting to space yep uh he he goes back to that almost basically ruined machine he uses what's left of it to be like i know where i saw the stars i know where what coordinates they're at and i'm like that's pretty good man because there were there's a lot of stars and you had no point of reference for anything and he's like i know where they are so he plugs a coordinate in, in, into the thing and then we see him walking around 
like hassling everybody who's doing this. More radiation shielding on the floor. Yeah, like, he's well, project what? he's project managing and micromanaging yeah. the whole team. And, and it's like Weather Wizard's doing some welding, and he's like, "You idiot! You're doing it wrong. I need this strengthened." Uh, Killer Frost, if he doesn't do it, I'm holding you responsible. She's like, "Yeah, whatevs." Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, they all these projects that people are doing in smaller groups all over the hall of doom nobody knows what the big picture is they don't know what they're all working towards yeah um and they are upset about it and they confront luther in the little council room that they have and he's goldface is like so Goldface is basically like, so what's in it for us? And what if we don't like this? And what if we try to do something about it? And he's like, you could try to do something about it, but then you'd have to remember what happened to poor Goldface. And Goldface is like, huh? And then his eyes start steaming and it looks like he's in a lot of pain and he just crumples. And at that point, everybody's like, God damn it. All right, Luther, whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And then uh, he does a little something that I'm going to call villains in Spain, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> like the like the whole top of the headquarters just takes off into space, and apparently he somehow turned the cloaking field into a hyperdrive. Yes, they do the time warp again. They do, uh, <laughs> and space the warp. And as we've talked about, you can't warp space without warping time. So, and the the castle takes off. Heading back to Trans Sweet Sweet Transylvania. Uh, I'm sorry, no, into space to the coordinates that uh, Luther saw in his uh, vision. Um, and everybody is like, "What the what?" It did even we get a flash of uh, Grod going, "Why is my headquarters <laughs> moving? <laughs> what is happening?" Um, so they go into hyperdrive. They reach, they achieve plaid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they have to figure out where they can go back to in the movie. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they get to their, uh, you know, while they're doing this, Tala is like, Lix has gone crazy, must stage coup, and goes to Grodd and is like, hey, Grodd, the baby, no, I'm all about gorillas. How you like that? And he's like, <laughs> I like it just fine. Yeah. Let me out of this cage. And she does. And right as he's telling Toy Man to be careful because if he makes the wrong move, they're all going to die. Grodd comes in and is like, I don't care about that. You're going to die now. Look at this big plasma cannon I have. Yes. And he's got roughly half the villains behind him. And then what we have is just a gigantic scrap. Just a, yeah. It's a real Donnybrook, a, a veritable mm-hmm. Tilly, if you will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. a slobber knocker of epic proportions. Yep, it's a bench clearer. Uh, yeah, and um, yeah, so, uh, so the villains are basically fighting each other, and it's a bunch of somebody gets the upper hand here, and then we figure out somebody else is on another side, and they come and blindside them, and th- that just happens like over, over, and over again. And the the big things I think to take away from this are. Tala tries to blast Lex with magic and he reflects it back on her with a medallion that he, an amulet that he pulls out. And he's like, you wouldn't believe how much this cost me. So had we ever seen that amulet before? No. What? 
No. <laughs> no what? What? Huh? 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 <laughs> uh, we had not seen that amulet before. Uh, mm. It's I would say it's cheating a little, but it's also like it's definitely the kind of thing you could see Lex doing, especially if he went through the effort of basically being able to control everybody else's powers. Right. Because he can't give Tala an upgrade with technology. That's not going to work. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, so uh, he reflects it back onto her. She's knocked unconscious. And then a little bit later, he faces off with Grodd and he's got some like gauntlets that are supposed to be good at punching. But Grodd is a little bit better at punching. And then Grodd comes out and tries to put the whammy on Lex. Grodd is like, I'm stronger than you, both physically and mentally. And Lex touches his belt buckle and Grodd's thing is reflected on him. So we can assume that at some point when Grodd was unconscious, Lex gave him a little surgery and put and a thing into a thing. Slipped a chip. Yeah, slipped a chip. Slip that chip, baby. Slip a chip. Um, and, and then he he mind controls him into yeah. the airlock. Yes, although there is a minute where he's like, "Kneel before me, Grod." Yes, that didn't quite work, but you know, mm, you know what I'm right. going for. Yes. Uh, yeah, and he he puts Grog into the airlock, and we see him like kill Grod. Yeah, like he flat out ejects Grod into space. I was like, are we about to watch him kill someone on this? Why for the Y seven? Yeah, and yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah, he airlocks Grod, bungs him right out of an airlock, and then the next thing we see is Lex and all of his team confronting all of Grod's team, and he's like, "Give me a reason that you should live." Killer Frost walks out, looks like she's about to talk, abruptly turns back and literally ices all of the people who were on her side. Yeah, so kills everybody else. <laughs> we assume because we don't see them again. So yeah. a, a big chunk of the villains just got wasted. And I can't I can't remember who I mean, I remember in pieces who survived, but I couldn't give you a complete list. Oh, well, um, I can tell you who. I can kind of tell you who was behind her. Um, so I think it's easier that, to look at the survivors. The people that uh, no, it's gonna. I'm gonna have to do some describing because you know I don't remember her names. Okay, so the people that Killer Frost iced, yeah, that I can name, <laughs> yeah, Goldface, yep, Copperhead, yep. Um, oh, Nightshade. Nightshade, okay. Uh, um, not a Mezo, but he's purple with, uh, he looks like, uh, uh oh, Parasite? Parasite, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the one I'm far more attracted to than I should be. Uh, not Parasite, but the one who has kind of the big, muscular body and the orange kind of muscle shirt ripped open oh that's blockbuster blockbuster yeah uh his female equivalent rampage uh, rampage yeah um the one who looks like um brack from space ghost coast to coast but has like a green shoulder yeah uh, uh that might be Helgramite. I'm not sure. Okay. 
Uh, then there's a guy who's in just like a simple green jumpsuit with a black belt and green goggles. No, not sure who that is. Okay. Uh, there's a guy in the orange body suit with a black uh, thingy um, shoulder, again, shoulder pad thing. Um and I'm trying to look at what the uh and he's got like that half crown yeah the thingy. That guy and one other guy, but that's most of them. <laughs> yeah. We na- we we were able to name all but two. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there we go. So that's yeah. uh that's that's who's that's who's dead. And uh off top of my head, who's alive? Um uh Sinestro's alive. Skull is alive. Bizarro is alive. Uh, Gigant is alive. Um, uh, Toy Man. Toy Man is alive. Um, the oh, the fire chick. Uh, Volcan Volcana, I think. Volcana. Um, Cheetah's alive. Uh, the guy who has a star on his face. Uh. A red star evil, mask. evil star. That's literally what his name is. Evil star. Okay. Uh, star Sapphire. She's not there. Uh, I mean, I don't see her, but she's not in the picture. Oh, I thought she was there. No, I think she's. I think she's. I think she might show up. I mean, later she's. The, I mean, yeah, she's yeah. still alive because she yeah. wasn't in the Frozen group. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, star yeah. Sapphire. But uh, that's anyway. That's who we remember. Yeah. Yeah. Is still there for kicking for, it. Kicking it for Lex. So then Lex is like, all right, uh, Tala, I'm going to use you as a mystic battery to find all the elements of Brainiac and put it back together. And she's like, you planned this. And he's like, meh. She's like, this was your plan before I turned on you. He's like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There was also a bit with Grodd in the air, like where he's like, it could have gone either way. And Grodd's like, yeah. And Lex is like, no, but who cares? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I was just attempting to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> so Lex is like, uh, 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 Toy Man rhymes Brainiac and Tala will bring him back or something like that. Yeah. And uh, Tala's like in one of those things where her, she's in an X shape where her hands are, her hands and feet are sort of diagonal. Uh, yeah, in a machine, and he throws the switch, and we see a bunch of white energy around her, and she starts screaming. Yeah, and like uh, Rosaro and Cheetah put a big vacuum out in space. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it starts to whatever, and he's like, "Yes, yes, someone is coming back." Yes, and it turns out uh, the time well, stops. Yeah, time stops, and Metron, uh, who is voiced by. Uh, Daniel Day Kim. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, shows up and is like, "You're making a mistake, dum dum." And Lex is like, "I never make mistakes. I'm Lex Luthor. I'm gonna become a god." And Metron's like, "Man, you don't, you don't know what that means at all. You don't. You need to stop. You need to stop fooling around. This need- will end badly for everyone. Everyone, not just you. Everyone." He's like, "Yeah, because I'm gonna be a god." And Metron's like. Okay. All right, dum dum. And then he's like, he's like, okay, my name's Paul, and this is between y'all. And my he name just is Bennett, and I am not in it. And he just leaves. Yeah. And Lex does the thing, and who should come out of the big white magic light but Darkseid? And I should also mention that 
a while back I looked this up and the assumption is that since we don't see her again, Tala is killed. Like Lex literally mm. drained her life. And but unfortunately, instead of picking up Brainiac, he picked up Darkseid yeah. because of the two, Darkseid is certainly the more powerful. <laughs> uh so yeah. So And Dark- dun 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 it's yeah. a two-parter. Yeah, Darkseid's like, well, I'm going to destroy your world, but because you did me the favor of bringing me back, I'll grant you a quick death, and uh, the the ship blows up. I mean, man, the guy does have a dark side. <laughs> sure <laughs> does. Uh, so, yeah, and then we move into Destroyer, and, of course, we're talking about Darkseid. Um, and do we go to Apocalypse first? I think we do. Um, let me try to remember the time, time in, September. in September or October, because that's what we are now. Um, we start uh note in the uh watchtower um or wherever they are when they retrieve uh the villains. Yeah, uh, it, right. That's because, they're they're on land, and somebody's because, like, "Superman, you better come out here." Well, no, it, it's it starts right in on like their, uh, we they pick it up right when, right after the uh, villains, they saved themselves by Sinestro. As soon as the explosion happened, Sinestro surrounded them with a beam, yeah, or like a bubble. And then someone saw the explosion from uh, New Genesis, New Genesis, light ray, light ray. Yeah. Yeah. And he popped into the bubble <laughs> Yeah, and they're he's like, let me help you. And it's like, yes, please do. And karate chop yeah. and knocked him out and took his boom tube. And then they uh, got caught when they boomed the boom with the nasty yeah. boom. And then um, when they tell the Justice League what happened, they're like, come on, you expect us to believe that? And then Batman's like, nope, it's true. They're booming. Booms are happening all over the Earth now. Like, yeah, Darkseid is going to destroy it. We just told you. Yeah. And oh, uh, so then do we cut to Apocalypse? Because there's a scene on Apocalypse. Um. We get the Justice League start kind of deploying to where all the booms are happening. Yeah. Um. Then the villains are like, and while you all are taking care of all of these booms, what are we supposed to be doing? You think you're just going to lock us up while all hell is breaking loose? They're like, no, that's not going to work. And they're like, well, you know enemy of my enemy so here's the thing we'll work together you know to stop dark side and then once that's done it's song and they agree to it and then we go to new gems uh apocalypse apocalypse okay yeah. so i guess this is at this point a bit of a flashback because what we see is uh, the forces of Vermin Vunderbar and Granny Goodness about to face off for a, a no holds barred brawl in terms of uh, 
who gets to control Apocalypse. Uh, oddly, weirdly, um, because Patrick and I talked about this off air, they they are not unlike the Sharks and the Jets. They're they're having a big rumble to see who can control a piece of shit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I, I I hasten to add, it's not that the uh the ethnic Puerto Rican neighborhood is a piece of shit. It's just that they're they seem to be fighting over a bunch of blocks that have been condemned. True. Yeah. Um. So anyway, the turf is turf, man. Yeah. I turf. I will say that. Oh, turf is turf. Turf is turf. Uh, one of the interesting things is that, um, or uh, I thought was interesting, was that they give Mad like Mad Harriet looks straight into the camera, like they have this this few seconds where Lashina is talking and Mad Harriet is just in the bottom right corner of the screen staring straight out. <laughs> um, but as soon as they start to fight, Darkseid shows up and is like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, we're taking this to Earth, baby. We're gonna go destroy the Earth." And somebody's like, but Darkseid, won't that violate our treaty with New Genesis? And he's like, guess where I'm going next? So I guess the assumption is that somehow he wrecks New Genesis, despite the fact that the problem with Apocalypse and New Genesis is that they're roughly equal in power. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, so then we we come back to Earth. And essentially what happens is the villains say it's one of those things and this happens from time to time and it is actually pretty cool where the evil people acknowledge that yes they have to live in a space too like it's and so they'd rather not see it completely fucked up yeah um uh you can see it uh, uh, remember the rocketeer everybody remember that movie the rocketeer when the fbi and the mob joined forces to fight the nazis okay yes. i'm glad i'm glad we took a moment to remember that <laughs> Um. Uh, so everybody gets a villain, <laughs> yeah, to chaperone and, and work with, and and there's a big, uh, there's a a big scrap. Like there's a, they they decide that Darkseid throws a bunch of machines on the planet, and essentially what they are is they're going to like absorb all of the heat from the core of the Earth or something like that, and then the villains and heroes work together to bring them all down. And uh, one of the things that happens, uh, I will say that we, we get some cool things where uh, Hawkgirl is going to bash one with her mace and uh, who's Atomic Skull, I think, is watching her back. Um, and Commander Steel, who we haven't really seen, does a Captain America bit like a parademon shield is on the ground and the, mm-hmm. a parademon is about to attack Hawkgirl. So he picks up the shield and throws it. And we don't quite see it. But the implication is that he decapitated the parademon with the shield. Yeah. Uh, and then Hawkgirl like just shoves her mace into this thing and she screams a lot because uh, it's painful. Yeah. And then uh, she and is it Atomic Skull? I don't know. Who's watching her back? Uh, I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that it where here it is. Um, it's yeah. Atomic Skull. Yeah. Green Skull guy. Atomic Skull. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so they, that explodes. And then uh, there's another one where GL and Flash and Giganta are all working together. And uh, Flash is like, why don't you throw it into the sun? And everybody looks at him and he's like, OK, that was dumb. And GL's like, no, I just need a trench and some leverage. And then he builds a, a green light catapult and flings it 
and he's like, I don't think it es- achieved escape velocity right as it crashes into one of Darkseid's landing ships. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I will, I just wanted to point this out uh, because one of the things that Soup's, Soup's Bats and Luther are going to where the most defended ship is, uh, which is where they think Darkseid's going to be. Uh, which is ab- and it's currently above the Daily Planet, so that's where they go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to just report that this is Dark Side's Th- mothership, and he does not repeat does not have gold Daytons on it. Just want to point that out. There's no gold Daytons on the mothership. Anyway, I don't know what that means. I believe um, it's uh, P Funk. Believe it's the the Parliament Funkadelic uh, okay. had a lyric about having gold Daytons on the mothership. Oh, and um, that is apparently Darkseid is not uh, has not listened to P-Funk. OK, because I thought you were going for a, a P-Funk yeah. uh, Funkadelics uh, reference. Uh, but- d- did you know that uh, for my actual my one parody that I produced where I made the mistake of singing, uh, which is my uh, it, it is one of the many Red Wedding parodies that uh-huh. uh, that um uh i i i was it, we were king nerd in the parliament philkadelic because mm-hmm. that's what that if you make something if you parody a song especially about something that's got a, a fandom to it it's called filk music just yeah, okay. parliament philkadelic anyway um so uh and wonder woman uh is there's a bunch of fighting over there like uh star sap like uh, shining knight catches star sapphire and all this stuff and then there's this uh, a Chinese guy they're over the Great Wall of China for some reason and a Chinese guy is like I've got to go help and he kisses his wife and she's like I, I gotta run they're they're older they're like probably in yeah. their 50s uh, and then one day sees him and she's like you gotta get out of here and he's like I'm here to help and starts punching parademons left and right and, and she's like turns into a dragon yeah and it turns out it's Jean Jones she gives him a big old hug. Yeah, and he looks a little surprised by that. But yeah. uh, but then he's like, "All right, wouldn't miss it." And they start fighting. Uh, they're going to catch up afterwards. That was the big, the big yeah. thing. Um, and then uh, you know, we see everybody. Like at one point, the question is just driving into parademons. Like we see him in his car, just hitting them with his car. <laughs> like, and it's it's this it's this whole kind of thing. It's just a, it's a big scrap. Um, but the main action takes place at the Daily Planet, where Lex, Bats, uh, and Soups are fighting a bunch of parademons. And Lex is like, what's the plan? And Superman's like, take care of the small fry until the big guy comes out. And Lex is like, you think that's going to work? I don't think that's going to work. And then, like, the mothership opens and we see Darkseid and Bats is like, uh, bet. And Superman's like, I'll take a little bit of that action. Um, and then there's a bunch of scrapping. Uh, yeah. I, I will say that Lex, like uh, he th- he Lex tries to like charge him because he's like, I want Brainiac back. Look, I, I want my Brainiac, 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 Brainiac. <laughs> chili, Brainiac ribs, barbecue sauce. Uh, thank you. That's a that's also a little shout out to the Comedy Bang Bang Tour where they did that on nearly every episode. Um, yeah. So, you know, he throws Lex off a building. Bats goes after him, rescues him. They're on a lower floor, at which point Superman and Darkseid are like, you remember the last time we fought? And Superman's like, yeah, I 
cleared i clean your clock and dark side's like no you didn't now let me pick up the big daily planet uh um globe and smash you down through the whole building with it yeah he super angus gets his ass handed to him uh, by dark side yeah yeah he is he is taking a lot of punishment and uh who shows up eventually but metatron or metron and he's just he's just watching and like at at one point lex and bats are back to back and lex is like is there a problem and bats is like i'm out and lex hands him a gun and bats is like that's not my style and lex is like fine i want to live through this this confrontation and superman is definitely getting the worst of it he does get a few shots in but dark (laughs) side seems to be uh winning at this point and then dark side fires some omega bolts uh at batman who like dodges and they hit a parademon and dark says like no one's ever done that before i wonder if the other one will be so dexterous uh i should mention if i haven't mentioned because i haven't who's voice- voicing dark side and uh that is michael ironside we oh okay we yeah we mentioned him before when dark side showed up in regular justice league yes um so they you know basically bats and luther are are out of the fight for whatever reason they're not hurt to be out of the fight and, they, and there were a couple of times i want to say that bats like had a handy i'm going to jump into dark side and use some physics to knock him off course so he can't like pound superman's head in. yeah and then superman gets up and he's like and this is one of the best superman speeches and i agree i was gonna say this yeah. i did really appreciate and it's it's also it's also really cool because remember like this whole time Superman was never angrier than he was on this show. Like he was he was angstier in the recent DC movies, but not angrier. Right. So he's like. (laughs) He he turns on Dark Side and he's like. I'm not going to do the voice because it's offensive. But if you remember Ren and Stippy. Oh, what I'm going to do to you. First, I'm going to hit you. And then you're going to fall. And I'm gonna laugh. Um, I I equated it with for me growing up, um, because I didn't really get my growth spurt until like sophomore junior year of high school. Uh, so. I was I, I I was bullied, um, but I've always been like, you know, I'm a laughy, smiley, happy kind of guy. So you push me to that limit, yeah, and then I'm going to snap. And I think everybody has that. And this was clearly superman's snap moment because he got up and he's you know what yeah when you when you're talking to the person you're fighting and you're just like i had he's like i always you know hold back because somebody might get hurt or somebody might die because i'm different but you know what you're different too. Yeah. So, and I don't have to. I don't, I don't have, have to, have hold, to hold back. back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so he gets, he does some damage, but once again, Darkseid does manage to get the upper hand. Uh, and puts him in like some ever ending pain 
thing. Yeah. I will say that that when okay, we got to talk about this. Superman hits Darkseid and they do shockwaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Superman punches Darkseid again and punches him through seven, eight buildings. Yeah. Uh, and then uses super speed and whips around on the other side. And uh, it's Superman with the uh, with the folding chair. And he just knocks Darkseid into the ground. And that's when Darkseid puts him into the unending pain thing. Right. But uh, he d- when he knocks him into the ground, he does create a huge crater. A crater, yes. Like a square of city block crater, sized crater. But yes. yes. And then, like I said, he puts him into the pain. The never-ending pain. And he's talking about how he's going to carve out Soup's heart. And remember when we said that Metron showed up again and he's just watching? Well, Lex took that opportunity to be like, you saw, you said, you knew this was going to happen and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, yeah, I told you that. You yeah. didn't listen to him. You do. Why? And he's like, but you need to help me now. I demand that you help me. Metron's like, well, I can't really do. Well, there is one thing. <laughs> Much like Tala, uh, late lamented Tala. Yes. Um, monster fucker Tala. Uh, and, uh, you know, Lex is like, uh, uh, no, tell me, tell me what it is. And Metron's like, all right. And he takes them to the source wall, which is a big thing. This is a big part of the DC mythos and the, uh, you know, the 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 dark side, the uh, whole new gods mythos is that there is a thing called the source and people have tried to get at it because one of the things that the source contains is its opposite, which is the anti-life equation, which we will actually see on Young Justice if we get to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, bit of a spoiler. Um, and the source wall is made up of various extraordinarily powerful beings who have had the the um now Patrick? Yes, they have a certain quality in common. They do. They do, and it's, it's uh it, it they, there's a word a word it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, I, I I think I know where you're going with. Okay, this. I'm pretty sure it's um hubris over weaning pride. Kick-em dunks. <laughs> I haven't done that one in a while. I know. I know you missed it. Faithful. I did. We uh, we all missed it. We um, did. Yeah. So Lex, you know, Metron's like, you need a 12th level intellect to even begin to have a chance of surviving this. And Lex is like, then I'm overqualified, baby. <laughs> and Metron lets him go through the source wall. And then right as Darkseid is, is taking out a, a kryptonite knife with which to kill Superman. To carve out his heart. Yes. This is for the wise heavens gang. <laughs> for the wise heavens. Lex shows up in a suit and is like, Sorry, I'm late. Say, pal, why don't we do a little deal? And Darkseid's like, I don't want anything you have. And Lex is like, Not even the anti life equation. And it's this weird glowing thing. And Darkseid comes over and is like, I must have that for my collection of horrible things. <laughs> and then they like there's this big sort of weird energy thing and kind of a tornado around them uh and like bats arrives to sort of get superman out of the ditch real quick who and, is about to try to save lex yeah and it's, it's <laughs> oh superman 
uh, and then uh, Lex and Darkseid disappear. And then the the heroes and the villains gather at the steps of the you know the Hall of Justice, and basically what they say is. Like, I can't believe, you know, Superman's like, I can't believe Lex gave his life. And Bats is like, well, you know, Lex represented the worst of humanity a lot of times, but sometimes also the best of humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and then, and then, <laughs> and then basically there's like, uh, you know, I don't think they're dead, right? We thought Darkseid was dead before and he wasn't dead. Uh, and there's a believe half of what you see and none of what you hear. And then the villains are like, what about us? And Wonder Woman's like, you got to go in the clink, son. And they're like, but we just help you save the world. Don't we get any consideration? And Batman's like, five minutes. You get a five minute head start. <laughs> um, and I forget who uh, Atomic Skull maybe is like, five minutes? That's that's nothing. And Wonder Woman's like, four minutes, 50 seconds. So the <laughs> villains all run except for Giganta, who comes over and plants one right on Flash. And that's one of the reasons that I'm sort of disappointed that we didn't get a season four, because I'm like, well, uh, I kind of want to see where that goes. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, the the villains all run off, and uh, Superman looks at Batman and is like, five-minute head start, are you getting soft on me? <laughs> it's like, no, quite the opposite. Quite the opposite. So then we see the heroes run or fly. We are the camera is positioned. So it's looking right at the steps of the Hall of Justice. Mm -hmm. And we see the heroes fly out. And at first, it seems like they're flying out in no particular order. I will say that one of the things I'm kind of disappointed we didn't get is we don't get uh, Huntress in question, even though they're not members of the Justice League anymore. Right. Um, we don't get them, but we do get a lot of other people. Not everybody else, but we get a lot of other people. A lot, uh, yeah. I, I would. Al- I also say. Well, let me go back to when they're, the heroes are gathering. Ice and fire are by a pool, and fire stands up, and you just get to see Beatrice DaCosta for like <laughs> half a second before she bursts into green flame. Yeah. And it was like, we're like, okay, why uh, seven? <laughs> Let's see a supermodel in a bikini. Yeah. Um. So, but back to this, they're flying out, and then uh, Green Arrow and Black Canary charge down the steps because remember they were like a major part of season uh seasons one and two mm-hmm. their whole getting together thing so we see them charge down the steps uh and then we see um jean and flash, flash and gl and hawk hawk girl all uh run or fly and then we see in a v formation batman at the the point uh, flanked by Superman and Wonder Woman, we see them running down. And that is significant because Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman are like the big three yeah. on which DC is founded. They've been around the longest. Um, they're more, they're pretty successful. Wonder Woman, I think, has had her ups and downs, but like she's always in, you know, like she's in the Justice League a lot. Yeah. Um, but that's the big three and then they run towards the camera and then that's it but that was a really good way to end the series and to let us know that they weren't coming back right right you get this big final grand momentous you get a bow essentially yeah Yeah. you get a bow everybody takes a bow and it's also it's kind of cool because again what they're doing is they're acknowledging the three heroes that kind of started it even though you know back in the beginning we saw how the the original seven got together um right but in terms of publication and revenue, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. 
Right. Truth. Um, so that is the end of the series. And yeah. it is the end of our season five. Uh, and it's also the end of the episode, which means, of course, it's time for plugs. Uh, Patrick, this is going to come out on um, Monday, the 10th, Monday, the 10th, which mm. is Indigenous Peoples Day. Let's start calling it that, folks. Yes. Indigenous Peoples Day. Yes. Um, we don't really have anything to plug right now mm. other than my birthday is October 19th and I will be traveling. Yep. Uh, but that's it. Happy birthday to me. Uh, Patrick, do you want to tell the folks where you're traveling? No. Okay. <laughs> that's, I, I just, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's private. All right. <laughs> that is private. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think we, I want to say after your, your last big, one of your last big trips, we did talk about the tubes. Oh, yeah. I and, think we talked about the tubes, but that was... I, I will like when I come back. Okay, then, yeah. Well, then, then I'll we'll, then I'll discuss. But, we'll talk about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I I certainly hope you have a plug for one of the places you're going to, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm hoping to have a plug for both of the places. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh so um oh my. Uh, this this is that's been... right, folks. I'm going to Black Hawk Island. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I actually thought about saying that. That I'm like, no, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but this has been one of our most innuendo-filled shows, yes, ever. Uh, as it is all the time when we feel the need to mention Black Hawk Island. Mm -hmm. Um, so I am going to plug voting. Hey, yes. it's coming up. It's coming up. Vote, 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 and vote for the people with the D next to their names. That yeah. way we don't get a bunch of horrible crap happening uh, over the next two years. Come on. Uh, you know, we want to vote for that D. Yeah. <laughs> Blackhawk <laughs> Island, everybody. Uh, but um, the, the point of it is, and I think I might have mentioned this on Hisma. So if you're listening to that, you're getting this twice. I'm sorry. But the Republicans have plans to impeach Joe Biden. For what? We don't know. But they sure are going to impeach him. And guess what? If they have the House and Senate. um. Uh, actually, no, I think they I think they need 60 votes in the Senate. Yeah, you I need, think they, so they're not going to get they're not going to get that. You need but, an actual majority. Yeah, but the House is going to uh, the House is, is definitely or, going to impeach him. Uh, yeah. A, a two thirds is it 66 it's, or something. Like yeah, that. it's like two thirds. Majority. Yeah. So you, you they're not going to get that, but it's, it's but just still they're only doing it just because. Yeah, they're like, how dare you? You impeach Trump for things he actually did. That's just politics, but we're going to yes. impeach you for nothing. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's, yeah, it's just. And I'm so sick of that. I'm, yeah. I'm so sick of all of this. Well, we're just going to fuck shit up because you didn't like our guy. Yeah. Because our guy was cr a criminal. Well, yeah. And I, I mean, they've been doing this for decades now where they're just, yeah. we're going to fuck shit up just to fuck shit up and then show you how. Again, it is it is not it is disingenuous to have a political philosophy that rests on government is too big and doesn't work when you are doing your best to actively make government not work. Correct. That's that's yeah, of course it doesn't work. You're stopping it from working. So you are the problem. Yeah. Yes. Um, so let's make sure that that change doesn't happen. Happens. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Let's let's make sure that there there is. No change in either the
the executive or legislative body, because as we all know, the judicial is fucked and is going to be fucked for probably at least the next 20 years. Uh, and that is because uh, we all the the people like myself who are very, very left. And I will admit that I did this in 2000, but I was in California, so it didn't really matter much. Um didn't have not really gotten behind Democratic candidates except for Obama and uh, Biden. And Biden uh, Biden was because, you know, um, uh, we, we it was up against Trump and we all knew how bad Trump had been for the last yeah. four years. So if if we'd really gotten behind Gore and Hillary, uh, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But the right has been allowed to. They have gotten too many Supreme Court seats. Yes. Uh, one of them certainly uh, by cheating, but, uh, you know, at, that's at that's least the one, which yeah. is why I, I don't care if you if you. I don't care that you don't like the Democrats, that they're not moving fast enough for you. They're not moving fast enough for me. They're not doing the right things. Their principles have been compromised by the fact that all of the moderate liberal Republicans have moved to the Democratic Party and have become conservative Democrats. Um, I don't care because it's bad now and it's going to get worse because you went, oh, this isn't good enough. Yeah. And I, do I like the fact that we're in this position? No, I don't. I'm very left for the states. Centrist in Europe, apparently, but left for the states. So I want things to happen and I want them to happen now. There are a lot of problems, one in particular, that is pressing and we need to take drastic action because it is a drastic problem. But we won't because Joe Manchin. Um Yep. So anyway, uh, I I know it's a problem. I know it's a big compromise. I know you're not going to get what you want, but you're going to get what you really don't want if you don't vote Democrat. So, yeah. So that's the end of this political screed for this episode. <laughs> Will there be more political screeds? Of course, you know who I am. <laughs> I, I have not made a secret of that. Um. All right. Uh. So with that... We hope you enjoyed the episode. We do. We hope you're having a good day. We do. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye now. Bye, everybody. <laughs>